those looking at changing jobs and looking to park their retirement funds may be left in a bit of a quandary where to invest. It seems many people don't know that when they resign or retire, they can actually use a preservation fund until they decide on what retirement vehicle they want to use. We're going to look into this in a little bit more detail. We're speaking to Brett Mackay, who's an investment consultant with 10X Investments. Hi, Brett. Good to talk to you. Maybe just explain for our listeners, what are preservation funds designed for? Yeah, so a preservation fund is essentially designed for if someone is dismissed or they're retrenched or they resign, they can transfer the proceeds of their pension or provident fund to a preservation fund. Now, the primary purpose of a preservation fund is just to ensure that you retain and you preserve the retirement savings benefits until you reach your retirement age. When you uh, withdraw your retirement savings early, uh, there can be quite significant tax penalties. Therefore, preservation funds provide a tax-efficient way to keep these funds invested until retirement, minimizing the tax consequences you're going to pay. As we've seen, cashing in someone's retirement savings, it can really derail your retirement plan you essentially are missing out on the compound growth effect. So it's important to note that while you cannot contribute to a preservation fund, you will still get the benefit of growth of the underlying fund that you select within the preservation fund. It's also important to know that you can only make one full or one partial withdrawal of the funds before age 55. After that, the balance can only be accessed at retirement and that's from age 55 onwards. With regards to the withdrawal, it is subject to tax according to the lump sum withdrawal tax tables, but the first 27,500 rand is tax-free. Okay, so anybody listening to this might be saying, all right, I, I get you. This is the, I can't really make any contributions to this, but if, if I am switching between jobs, this is something that I need to know or if I'm resigning from a job. So how do you evaluate a good preservation fund? What do you look for? Yes, great question. So it, it can be actually as, uh, evaluated in, in two ways. Um, the first way would be to look at the underlying asset allocation of the fund and the available portfolios that the investor can invest in. So a preservation fund falls within the domain of the Pension Funds Act. Essentially, it's regulated by Regulation 28, which was designed to protect retirement fund investors against poorly diversified investment portfolios. So it's quite important to maintain that your fund is invested into correct allocation in terms of the asset classes based on your specific time horizon. So if a person has a longer time horizon, they may be able to take on a little bit more risk and some volatility, whereas if they're getting closer to the retirement age, it might be better suited for them to be invested into some more defensive asset classes like your bonds and your cash. So asset allocation is incredibly important in determining if your fund is correct for you. So the second way to evaluate a good preservation fund is to have a look at the underlying fees and charges of the investment. And this is called the EAC, or Effective Annual Cost. So it's important to lower your costs if you can as an investor, just to ensure that you retain most of the returns. Many companies, such as 10X, for example, offer retirement fund cost comparison, where we can break down your fees and do a like-for-like comparison of your existing fund versus the 10X preservation fund. Most investors don't actually know that they can transfer a preservation fund one, from one provider to another. Um, so it's important to know that if you aren't happy with your fees, not happy with your returns, you can always switch from provider A to provider, provider B. And is there a cost in doing that, in switching? 
It depends. Some providers charge penalty fees, which is usually your insurance companies. Uh, usually your asset management companies do not charge penalty fees. Okay, so if you're lucky, you'll be able to switch without any cost whatsoever. That's correct. Yes, that's correct. That does raise the question, as you re- approach retirement, what are you going to do with your preservation funds? What can you do with yes. your preservation fund? All right, so you've already told us that uh, in evaluating a good preservation fund, it depends on your time horizon. So if, you, if you've got quite some years to go before you retire, you're prepared probably to take on a little bit more risk. But then as you get close to retirement, things change. So tell us about that. Yes. Yeah, perfect. So as discussed earlier, it's it's vitally important to ensure that you are invested into the correct asset classes. As you get closer to retirement, you need to be a little bit more conservative in your investment approach. As you get to retirement, that's when you can start converting your preservation funds into an annuity kind of income. So how that essentially works is if you are retiring from a pension preservation fund, you have the option of withdrawing up to one third of the proceeds as cash with the first 550,000 Rand being tax-free. This is, however, aggregated across all retirement funds. The balance must then be used to purchase a compulsory annuity, which is either a living annuity or a guaranteed annuity, which will then be used to provide you with an annuity income. When you're retiring from a provident preservation fund, you have the option of withdrawing the full vested portion in cash, while for the unvested portion, you're permitted to take up to one third in cash and the remaining two thirds must be used to purchase an annuity income. If your balance is below in the preservation fund is below 247,500 Rand, then you may withdraw the entire balance. Depending on previous retirement retirement lump sum withdrawals and severance package payouts, this amount can be paid out tax-free. Okay, so it seems like there are a lot of tricks and potential potholes along this route yes. of uh, preservation funds. And this is clearly why people like 10X and, uh, are there to help people along this journey. So thanks very much, Brett Mackay, for joining us and explaining all of these uh, little traps and tricks around preservation funds. Thank you for having me.